nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy Earth Mac, the mad scientist. And it's your boy Thanos Rick. What's going on, E? What's, what's, what's up, going on? Uh, not much, Thanos Rick. Not, not much, man. You know, it's it's been a very heavy week. You know, it's, it's been a very yeah. heavy week. <laughs> Wish we would have did this show in better terms, but, you know, it it is what it is, I guess, man. I don't know. Yeah, you know, we I I think we'd be back to our regularly scheduled program on Friday morning, you know. But you um uh, as you all know, the wrestling world, uh Geekner fans, uh, uh Orange Phoenix listeners out there that you know uh Scott Hall uh passed away uh a couple of days ago. Um uh, apparently he had he had hip surgery mm-hmm. and the hip surgery got complicated and he had a series of heart attacks. And he was on life support. And Kevin Nash actually posted about the family coming to the hospital. And once they get there, they was going to take him off of life support. Well, six six hours later, um, well, actually four hours after X-Pac actually posted, like he's off of life support and he's still breathing. So at that point, we, you know, it was a lot of outpour of fans and coworkers alike, like hoping for him to kick out. You know, and you know, uh, Scott fought, and he fought to the bitter end. And then um, I would say maybe six hours or so later, you know, he was uh, pronounced, uh, you know, dead, passing away. So um, that was unfortunate. But I, I think in this situation, it was it was not as sudden because you know, once we hear the word life support, you know, we kind of. You know, we kind of fixing our minds to, you know, this is just probably going to be it, you know, but we got that little glimmer of hope once he started breathing after, you know, the life support situation. And, you know, but once we got that news, then, you know, it kind of it kind of hit us like a Mack truck because Scott Hall, (laughs) you know, is is the man, you know, Scott Hall is is the bad guy. You know what I mean? So, um. But yeah, but you know what? We we're not going to sit here and talk about you know just be here and sad about it or, see, or you know whatever the case may be because that's not the bad guy's uh, motif. That's not his ma. Well, damn it, I'm sad. Damn it, I mean, you can be. It's okay. It's okay to be. But you know, Razor Ramon, come on, man, he's gonna cut you out. You know it. It. <sighs> We've we've had a pl- various wrestlers that we've grown up with e that have passed away. You know, yes. it's like it, it 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 always hits the same way. Well, for me, I can't speak for you or anyone else, but I know for me, it just seems to hit. It it, it always seems to hit the same way. Yeah, because like damn, you know, 
I grew up watching you. You know, I've seen some of you in person. Well, not in person, but, you know, live and, you know, watch you on TV and, you know, bought your merchandise and cheered for you, sometimes booed you, whatever. But, you know, yeah. I was, you know, I was, I was engaged. And, you know, you, these guys, they, they made wrestling fun and enjoyable. Yeah. You know, not saying that it's not enjoyable and fun today. It's yeah. just for my generation, for guys like us, you know, and, you know, a B seats or, you know, whomever it, it, it's the old days, man. I miss the old days, just like everyone else, you know, because, you know, those are good times and good memories. And, you know, when you hear about a wrestler that that struggles, because we're all human, we all yeah. go through it. And Scott Hall wasn't any different. He I don't want to get into it, but he he struggled with, you know, a lot of things. And it it he bounced back, you know, and he he, he got himself together again. And with the help of DDP. DDP, Nash, I'm sure Sean was there, Hunter, you know, the, the you know, like he, he has friends that have been there. You know, he's a father, yeah. you know, he, two beautiful ki children. So it's like, we all go through it, but that comeback story is, is, is always the best thing, especially if it's someone who we admire. Yeah, That's yeah. the thing. You know, it, it, it sucks to see someone that you admire, that you grew up watching, that you, you know, that, that you've supported. It's hard yeah. to watch them go through it, but it's better when they make it out of it. Yeah. And but when shit like this happens, it's like, well, goddamn, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, and that's kind of how I feel now. It's like, man, you know, it because Razor, and to this day, I never understood why they never put a world title on him. Now, of course, people have their opinions, and some of it may be true. You know, yeah. I mean. WCW, WWE, or F, you know, for that matter. I, I've heard it to where, you know, the only reason why they never gave Razor that big title run was because you've already had big title guys already on the roster that were, I don't want to say more deserving, but they already had those spots filled, which, yeah. I, always, which I always thought was a bunch of crap because I'm like, well, Razor is a big title guy. Like I would put Razor in the league with the Shawn Michaels, the you know the Diesels and Sid Vicious and you know, hell Hogan, you know what I'm saying? Maybe not as monumental as Hogan, but you know Razor is a big title guy like Hogan. I think he should he should have been put in that spot, you know, because I mean, I'm, but that's my opinion, you yeah. know, your takers, but you know, and it's fucked up because he's won everything else. E. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, tag team title, you know, U.S. title, Intercontinental, four-time. I'm like, bro, he's won everything else but that. It's weird. Yeah. It's yeah, weird. I mean, he, he is definitely known as one of the greatest Intercontinental champions of all time. Uh, he, he's definitely in that list. Yeah. I mean, you know, he, he's a worker, bro. Stayed in shape. He could move. I'm like, and you, you never gave him that push because of other people were in the way. I'm, and I'm like, well, that's a bunch of crap. Because I'm like, you put that title on Diesel. Now I'm not saying Diesel was a bad champion, but he was champion. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, you know, I, I don't know. I I don't know what your thoughts on that, E, but I always thought he was a world title worthy person. But yeah. I guess Vince or whomever had other opinions, Bischoff, whoever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Goldberg and Sting. Hey, all good guys, we cheered for them too. 
But it's like, you know, I think Scott Hall was, you know what? Scott Hall is like Cesaro. Uh, uh, Cesaro. Really? I think. Because Cesaro, I would say, is world title worthy. I always thought he was he. I always yeah. thought he was. He had the talent. He's a worker. He can move. You know what I'm saying? Personality. He has it, but. I don't know about the personality part because it's kind of it's kind of stagnant. Razor, well, however, Scott had the personality. Like, well, I take it back. I take it back. Not 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 like Scott Razor, but yeah. he wasn't dull. Like he wasn't. I don't think he was dull. But that's me. That's eh, I don't think it was dull. You know, maybe with the right coaching, some help, I think it could have improved. But when you think about guys who who never got that push, e, you know, I can make the case Scott Hall was robbed. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people can make that case, man. I mean, now, I'm, I'm going to just go over some of his uh, accolades, man, as far as, like, being champion. And Mer he was with AWA. Yes. He was an AWA tag team champion with Mr. Perfect, Kurt Henning, whom he's, like, very close to. Uh, DDT Pro Wrestling. He was the Iron Man heavy metal weight champion. Uh, Pro Wrestling Illustrated, match of the year, Shawn Michaels ver versus Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 10. Most improved wrestling in 92. Tag Team Wrestler of the Year, 97, with Kevin Nash. He was a world tag champ with Kevin Nash and Eric Young in TNA. Uh, in the USWA, he was a unified world heavyweight champion. So he was a world champion in a promotion. It just wasn't a promotion that, like, WWE, WCW. But uh, in WCW, he was a television champ. He was a two-time United States champ. And he was a seven-time tag team champ. Uh, six with Kevin Nash and one with the Giant. And uh, World War Three, he's yeah. a WWC Caribbean heavyweight champion, uh, the WWC Universal heavyweight champion. He was the Intercontinental champion four times. He is the two-time WWE Hall of Famer in 2014 and 2020, two-time yeah. Slammy Award winner, um, most spectacular match in 94, and uh, with WrestleMania 10 and match of the year versus Shawn Michaels at SummerSlam, which a lot of people tend to not, you know, Remember so much, but I think I I think possibly that match was probably better than WrestleMania 10. But um, he also had best gimmick as a member of the New World Order and mo most disgusting promotional tactic. WCW exploiting his his echo, you know, obviously, you know, that's the bad note. But um, so you look at Scott and <laughs> I, I I think the most famous line. Was when he showed up on Nitro. He was like, "Hey yo, you know who we are, but you don't know why we're here." And that, like the big man and the medium-sized man, and so at that point, he was like, "Yo, what is going on?" This man was so good. WWF had to copy this man and put this put a copy of this man on TV, which is trash, by the way. <laughs> you, know, you remember that, right? The fake razor and the fake diesel. I don't know why they did that. I think Vince was, was being was it Jim Ross? Was it Jim Vin, Ross manager? Vince was being real petty. Who, who, whoever oversaw that shit, they're being real petty. That was the, <laughs> I don't think it, I don't think it was a matter of being petty. I think they was just trying to fill a gap I, I, because after the curtain call situation, when you know when Scott and Kev left. You know, you know, you already know the story. Triple H was left holding the bag. You're not gonna, you know, um, you know, you know, put exile Sean. 
Sean is like your number one attraction, right? So the only person holding the bag was H. So now you will say though that Scott Hall and Kevin Nash, in a sense, reset the market as far as how much wrestlers are getting paid. Oh yeah, they was about their paper. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> like I mean, we when we speak on free agents and negotiating with these promotions, trying to get money, is is it's like the NFL. Yeah, it's like the NFL. You know, the, the hottest free agents. I mean, is I mean at that time, I mean. Phew, because I think people would consider, you know, Hogan, when he was, you know, dwindling with WWF, I, he was making that jump. Hogan wasn't as hot. He, he just wasn't. Like Hulkamania, that shit was dead. But, you know, Hogan reinvented himself. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think people saw that one coming when Hogan jumped and did that transformation. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it, it shocked everyone, especially us. But, but And then, you know, Nash and... uh uh Hall came through, they formed NWO and the rest is history. The rest yeah. is fucking history. <laughs> so, but you know, you're right, E, when it comes, you know, about that money, that paper. And you know, we we've heard the stories about these wrestlers in their contracts. Again, it's the NFL, you know, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, you know, these guys who have had storied money con there? Okay. Now it's like okay, is 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 it's drama. It's 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 like a movie, but yeah. it, it keeps you engaged because again, we love these fucking guys. We admire them, you know. So it's like, man, what's going on? How come one minute they're here, next minute they're over here? You know what I'm saying? At that time, you know, it's the war. WCW, yeah. WWF. The ratings are up and down, fluctuating. Eric Bischoff is on top. He's winning. Like it's it's the drama. E and it it all it all just fed into that you know what i'm saying those monday night wars and that bullshit you know what i'm saying like it's is <laughs> you know I hated that i don't know why i, you hated I that so fucking much. hated the monday night wars the, the reason for the monday night war the reason for the attitude era is the monday night wars you wouldn't get those fond memories listen. of the 90s if it wasn't listen. for the monday night wars listen we've had this talk plenty of times and you, you know what you know, you know how I feel about this shit. I know how you feel about clicking, you know, switching channels. But if it wasn't for that, you wouldn't have got the attitude yeah. era. You wouldn't yeah. got Austin. You wouldn't get the Rock. You wouldn't get DX. You wouldn't get that. First of all, E, let's not skip that flipping channels thing. That E, that was a big deal. There was no fucking, DV, <laughs> there was no fucking DVR. There was no fucking none of that shit. I had to click between channels, between commercials. You know what I'm saying? Because I love both the products. Yeah, I, lo- I love them both, and because again, you have wrestlers that were, you know, from both promotions bouncing back and forth. It's like, well, damn, I know him, I know him, I want to see him, I want to see him. But it's like they're on at the same fucking time on at the same fucking night, and like, well, goddamn, I I I don't want to miss a match because you nah, know you Go- don't you know you Goldberg don't. is fighting Sting or whoever here, but then you have you know Shawn Michaels and them here. Like, well, damn, I want to see both. I can't. I, we couldn't record back then. This is what well, 90, te- technically 97, you can. 98? Technically, you could. You could have had a VCR tape recording uh, Nitro or Raw or whatever. And well, watch. E, I, I didn't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to do that, E. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? So I'm just like, come on, man. It. And and, and Mio says when Hall and Nash was on screen, I, I did switch. Likewise. 
Whenever Hall Nash was on TV, I switched. I didn't care who who the fuck was on who who was on Raw. I didn't care. I, I switched to Hall and Nash because they were good TV. Like I, I don't know, they had like some free reign to do some things or whatever, but they they brought the edginess to that. Like them, I believe they single handedly forced WWF's hand into changing whatever they had going on because. Their characters were based off of jobs. There was more like, you know, Duke the Dumpster Drozzy and yeah. Isaac Yankum. You know, it, it was like, you know, you had different uh, characters that had like these jobs that go correlate with their character, and that wasn't resonating. So they had to change to the attitude era. That that's what that's what you got out of the whole situation. That was the catalyst. Competition makes people do makes companies do things differently and do things better but a lot of people may not realize though razor didn't get his start in wwf and i mean of course we know about awa you know the american wrestling association but i'm talking about 1989 i'm talking about world championship wrestling um now before 89 and 87 like 90 era he did have a tryout uh where he went up against paul roma now some people don't know who pretty paul roma is but yeah he but was not signed by the company but then later on um you know uh he brought in nwa's world championship wrestling territory by jim ross in 89 as part of the nwa's initiative to develop new young stars also including brian pillman and sid vicious he made his debut on june 3rd edition of world championship wrestling the predecessor to wcw saturday night in a vignette that shows scott gator hall swimming and playing volleyball at a beach riding boats fishing and scaring alligators now, his in-ring debut came on June 16th on a house show where he teamed with Randy Rose in a losing effort against WCW World Tag Team Champions, the Fabulous Freebirds. Now, uh, fast forward, his TV debut, um, he was pinned by the Great Muda, and he faced Terry Funk and was defeated, and his pay-per-view debut came at Great American Bash, the glory days, where he participated in a King of, King of the Hill Battle Royal and he then began jobbing regularly, losing to Muda, Mike Rotunda, Sid Vicious, Ron Simmons, and Butch Reed. Now, his final match came on November 7th, where he was defeated by Butch Reed at a house show. And uh, I think he was with uh, DDP. Now, I think he was called, um, what was what was funny about it is the Diamond Stud. Diamond Stud, yep. Yep, the Diamond, Diamond Stud. stud. Mm -hmm. And Kevin Nash was in WCW as well. And uh, I think it was Vinny Vegas. Yes. Yeah, yes. He, was, he was Vinny Vegas. So um they had their start in WCW. Um now well, well you know with Hall, he because there there was a period even between the AWA because I think he was with New Japan and mm -hmm. he and he bounced around New Japan. Well, it was in eighty four he, he started out in Championship Wrestling Florida, I believe, in 84. Then he got the gig with AEW, I mean, AWA. And then I think there was a WWC or some shit like that in Puerto Rico. And then it was New Japan. Like, he he's bounced around before he got to WCW, I think, in what, 91? Mm -hmm. 991. And then he got the gig with Vince in 92 or whatever. So... You know, I I think people forget these guys have been hustling for a long time before they got their start. You know, these wrestlers have been doing their thing for a while. And but people, I think, sometimes overlook that unless you're a true wrestling savant. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know things and movements of these guys. But, 
you know, people people don't really see that. You know, yeah. these guys come a long way and they've had these name changes and they've had these gimmick changes and all kind of things. But, you know, it's it's interesting. And, you know, Scott Hall was no different. You know, he, you know, matter of fact, Scott Hall beat a murder case. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, he was a bartender at a strip club in Florida. And I guess he had got, got into with a guy over a woman. You know what I'm saying? The guy pulled a gun on him. Scott Hall got the gun and killed him. But the case got dismissed due to insufficient evidence. Yeah, self-defense. You don't pull a gun on me, dog. Yeah. <laughs> like he's yeah, gonna I mean, get shot if I get it, if I get my yeah. hands on him. Yeah, because they tried to charge him with, you know, second degree murder. So, but he he beat he beat the charge. You know, yeah. but you know that hey, I see why people would want to overlook that and not, you know, shed light on that. I get it. But you know, it's part of his story. And when Scott was alive, you know, he he talked about it. Like, hey man, this guy tried to put a pull a gun on me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but you know, he hey. He, he was tough. Tough as it tough as it comes. So tough as it comes, man. Uh, yeah. Bully Ray actually said a story that when he first met Scott in the back, it was a uh, WWF, and he was like, "Yeah, man," because you know he went to go talk to Scott. He's like, "Hey, man, I know who you are." This and he said, "Yeah, man, I heard about you guys, Dilly Boys." He's like, "Man, I can't wait. You put me, you guys put me in the 3D so I can kick out of it." <laughs> yeah. And, and Bully was like, "What?" And so at that point, you know, Bully got a little a little upset. Bubba got a little upset, and then Razor looked at him, and according to Bully, he was like, "Hi, I got you, I got you," and um, I got a few uh stories from from some guy. I won't say stories, but I will say like tributes and stuff. So, um, first one is like from of course you got Triple H and everybody else. So numerous people has uh said anything. Triple H said, "I'm gutted, lost a brother. I love you, Scott. I'll see you down the road." Hashtag buddy system. Ric Flair, Scott, you had an incredible career. As you know, we all respect you so much. Thank you for our friendship and for the greatest Survivor Series I ever, I was ever in. Rest in peace. Now, a lot of people don't remember, but he was in the Survivor Series, Ric Flair and Razor Ramon together. Um, DDP, my brother has gone on to Valhalla to raise some hell. The bad guy to the end. Yo, death, what's your finisher? Can't wait to kick out. Hey. <laughs> Uh, he may not have kicked out, but he wasn't going to put that MF over clean. Real Kevin Nash, love you and miss you more. Godspeed, Rip Dally. Uh, Sean Waltman, X-Pac, says he wore... You, you remember the shirt that Scott Hall wore? It was like the uh, the six ball, six pool ball? Yes, I do, actually. I do remember that. So there's a story behind that. So uh, X-Pac says he wore that shirt every week and had the rest of the NWO hook, hook Dusty and Macho Man always shout me out on live TV while I was out with a broken neck. Just one example of what a good friend he was. He wore that shirt. I don't think damn near every week. Just just to you know shout out X Pac or Six Pac, you know what they call him in WWF. Mick Foley says Scott Hall was a towering figure among his contemporaries, a legend inside and outside the ring. My deepest condolences to his friends, family, and everyone who loved him. Matt Hardy says, saddened to hear about Scott Hall's passing. The bad guy was always great to my brother and I. My thoughts go out to his family and loved ones. Uh, Nat by nature, uh, which is, you know, uh, Natalie, Natalia. Uh, So many prayers for Scott Hall and his family right now. The wrestling community is a very strong family and near and near or far. We have each other's backs. 
Times like these are never easy, but I do know there are so many incredible people waiting for you on the other side. Bad guy. And Indy Hartwell uh, from NXT has hard work pays off. Dreams come true. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. Rip Scott Hall. Now, she actually wore. I love that line. Uh, I love that line so much. I don't know why, but I love that line. That line is awesome, man. Now, Indy Hartwell actually wore like a similar outfit of Razor Ramon. Like this is way, this is before you know his passing. It was like purple and like drip down. Um, yeah. So that was like paying tribute to him. So uh, the Rock actually pointed out that um, he was a student of the game, especially with Razor Ramon. And Razor didn't know that at the time, but uh, you know, Rock was like, "Yeah, you was one of the people I was actually studying." Like the way he was throwing punches. You you ever paid attention how Rock threw punches? Yes. Oh, and, like does it look oh. very familiar? Yeah. Yeah. That, now, that was Scott Hall. Now that you now that you mention it, yeah. 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 Student of the game. Student of the game. And uh, finally, uh, Bret Hart. It says, I'm saddened to hear of the passing of Scott Hall. I wasn't very close with Scott in his later years, but upon reflection, I can flash back to many happy and fun memories of the days when he was my friend. I think Scott carried many heavy crosses long before I ever knew him. He wasn't a he was a good friend to Owen long before he became Razor Ramon. Wrestling in life can be so much fun, and at, at the same time, it can take all you have at the same time. I will always remember Scott in the better times with his cool, dry sense of humor while playing gently with my sons we had many matches and he was a hard worker i love my matches with him at royal rumble and the first king of the ring in 1993 i actually watched that match a few days ago um i finally look back on so many terrific matches he had with owen davy boy sean one two three kid and sean michaels we've lost so many wrestlers from my era and this is just one more to a list that's far too long I won't blame any one thing, but I do believe that if the days of wrestling 300 days a year had been kinder and more considerate, if we could have been home with our loved ones more, many of my old friends and brothers will still be here. I think Scott will smile to know that so many people really loved him and, and will truly miss him. One more wrestler, a fine machine gone too soon. My thoughts and prayers go out to his family, friends, and loved ones. Where would you rank as far as all time matches? Where where would you rank those latter matches with Sean? Uh, you mean as far as WrestleMania 10 at SummerSlam? Great matches. Oh, you mean like oh you mean like a rating? Yeah, like like where would you rank it? Just okay. WWF, WCW, New Japan, doesn't matter. As far as uh, all time uh, matches, where would you rank? those ladder matches don't matter which one or use both don't matter just where would you rank them okay so going into the archives Bret Hart actually had a ladder match with Shawn Michaels a lot of people don't know that I saw that um, match and I, actually, I saw that yeah, match. <laughs> he, actually, he actually had a ladder match mm -hmm. with, with Shawn it was actually pretty decent it was actually pretty decent um it's just that Wrestlemania 10 gets a lot of accolade and it because wwf marketed so well when it comes to wrestlemania or they advertise wrestlemania the one thing that is for certain is you see sean jumping off that ladder on top of razor that splash you're gonna you're gonna see that well i think that because you see that picture everywhere 
with regards yeah. to that match. Like that's that's one of the more iconic wrestling photos I think ever. Because yeah. matter of fact, I, I think Scott Hall even mentioned it. Like whenever whenever he went out to do signings, yeah, people will always have that picture for him to sign. You know what I'm saying? And then Scott would joke, like, hey, you do know I won that match, right? <laughs> <laughs> I won that. I won that. Sean won the second one. I won the first. You know, but I mean that I mean that's a one of the iconic photos of wrestling, you know, that I love. And it's like, man, you um, think about, you you mentioned all the memories. I'm like, well, you know, as far as those matches are concerned, where where do we rank those ones? You know, those. You know. Okay, so if I'm looking at these ladder matches here, ugh. okay, so I'm gonna have to put the WrestleMania 10 at number two, and the first TLC match at number one because that all time. Ugh, I got to look at past ladder matches, man. Because no, 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 no. I, I mean all time matches. Oh, period. all time. Oh, the number one. All-time matches, period. Where would you rank that ladder match? Because a lot of people hold that match in high regard. A lot of yeah. people. And yeah. rightfully so, because that, that was a, a fantastic match. Fantastic. Oh, no doubt. No, no, no doubt. No so, doubt. Um, uh, G. Signature said that was the first ever five-star match from Dave Meltzer on WrestleMania. You know, Dave Meltzer. Yeah, never mind. Never, <laughs> never, mind. never mind. I digress. I digress. Mm, mm. I digress. <laughs> I mean, uh, okay. I gotta really think about this. I gotta really think about this. I really love WrestleMania 10, but I think that SummerSlam rematch tops that. Okay. Mainly because of how it ended. Um, Sean did win, yeah, but Razor's, uh, if I remember correctly, Razor snatched the, the uh, Intercontinental Championship out of his hand and actually handed it to him, shook his hand and hugged him, and yeah. he raised and he raised his hand, and then yeah. the crowd, then you kind of like pan out the crowd, and the crowd went like crazy. Yeah, because I, I think that that was because Sean had on those um the blue tights. The blue tights, yeah, he had on blue tights, and if I if I remember correctly, I think it was just them. I don't think Diesel was involved or anything. Um, WrestleMania ten, Diesel was involved to a certain degree, like the first maybe like the first five minutes or so, then he was out there. But it was, yeah, I I, I would say SummerSlam rematch and WrestleMania ten number two. Yeah, and and then I think with Diesel, the ref actually kicked him out because he was yeah. interfering in the match. So he was interfering in the match, but even though it's no DQ, it's a ladder match. But yeah, but. Yeah, but you know, he, you know how I feel about interferences. You know that. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's, what no I'm DQ. it's no and DQ. I hear you, E, but I, I think when it comes to certain wrestlers, there's really no need for it because we don't. I think with certain people, like ima imagine the Shawn Michaels Bret Hart Iron Man match, and someone fucking interfered. Imagine well, that, that shit, E. Well, that was that, that was that would make. <laughs> that wouldn't make sense at all because it, there was nobody that had a dog in the fight between Brett and Sean anyway. So it wouldn't make sense. <laughs> but that's but that's what I'm saying. Imagine if someone interfered. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. That that was unnecessary. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I think with certain people in certain matches, you don't need people just just let let these two people just fight it out, duke it out. We don't need none of that. And I think that was the case for SummerSlam. Like, there's no point of having diesel here. Like, why? 
the, the match was fine without him the first time. And I think we knew that. We knew that. Sean didn't need Diesel there. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, just certain things just ruin a match. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. But that's, that's my opinion on that. But, you know. Yeah, true, true, true. I mean, yeah, I mean, now, WrestleMania 10, yes. Like, G-Signature is right. It did get the first five-star rating, you know, uh, as far as WrestleMania. And, I mean, you know, that's a that's a pretty good a- accolade. Um, yeah, that was the undisputed Intercontinental Championship. You know what I mean? It's it's out there, man. But it, I mean, ninety three to ninety six, man, you couldn't touch them Intercontinental Championship feuds. I mean, it was you couldn't touch them joints because the, the IC title was held in the same regard as the world title. I well, mean, it was it was your gateway to get to the world title, like, and I think yeah, it was some of it actually came from. Macho Man, like when Macho Man was like the Intercontinental Champion, right? He was like, yeah, I'm going to win the Intercontinental Championship, and you know that's the ticket to go to the World Championship. Like, he, he kind of like was promoting the Intercontinental t- title because it's like, you got to win this joint. Like, you know, a lot of a lot of greats have wore that title. You know, Austin, Rock, Bret Hart, uh, Owen did, I think, didn't he? Owen was the Intercontinental Championship, if I'm not mistaken. I believe so. I believe so. Yeah, uh, you know, Razor, Sean, you know, you, you well, just well, I, I, I think over time, because you're right, E, I, I, you know, that that was your gateway to that world title. But I think over time, again, with certain wrestlers, they added a certain prestige to that title. Yes, you know what I'm saying, and it, it got to it got to a point to where, yeah, it'll be cool for you guys to be world title to be a world champion, but. That IC title is is pretty important too, yeah. You know because people hold that title in high regard. You've had a lot of famous matches with that title, so I can make the case. You know, although it may not be as important as the world title, that IC title was you know, it's it's in high regard. It's yeah. in high regard to where it can stand on its own. I think, you know, so. Yep. And G Sinister says that was your first test to see if you could be world champion. But that was a prerequisite. Yes. Absolutely correct. And yes. knows as the blue collar belt, you had to bring it. And um, I also was reading that according to Scott Hall, he left WWF for WCW, not for the money, but because they offered him days off. So okay, well, um, better benefits. Got it. Yeah. I mean, when you really look at okay, so back then. You was wrestling 300 plus days a year. Like, you was literally hard charging that thing. So, like, when Bret Hart was put, you know, when I read Bret Hart's, um, you know, dedication to him, you know, um, in a sense, it felt like a jab, but that's neither here or there. But he was right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like look back at in the 90s here. We lost British Bulldog, um, Owen, that was an accident. What was the jab? Perfect. What was the jab? What do you mean? Well, I mean, okay. So when he was saying like maybe if we had, in a way, more days off, or we maybe if if it was more considerate of the three hundred plus days we were working, maybe some of these individuals that that we lost will still be here. Because that takes a toll on the body, and you know if see that. Ugh, I mean, when you were thinking about it, so what? What's the really the number one like thing that wrestlers want now? It's not because they softer; it's because they're 
they well, want these Adam and they want these days so they can recharge, get their body back, go back in there, and you know well, do what you got to do. But if you're doing it like 300 days, like out of the year, and so many days, like months on end, you might you might have to take. You know, you got to be in the fine time to be in the gym. You might have to. Uh, I mean, I think that will sometimes get wrestlers like on the pain meds to get the you know to wrestle through pain because if you not wrestling, if you miss a day, if you go home, somebody gonna take your spot. And um, well, I'm I, not. I, I, oh, go ahead. I'm not saying Brett's wrong. It's just. I mean, e, that's a strong statement to say that, hey, maybe these guys will still be here. That That's a strong statement because when you say that, then you're placing blame on Vince. No, you know I wouldn't say saying? I wouldn't say Vince, but I, I think across the board, like in the 90s, is that, I mean, yeah, you know, the glaring thing is WWF. I, I, I do get that. Um, but when you really look at like what me was saying counting the days is one thing but also add in the actual travel locally and overseas that like, that shit had to be brutal oh, it was rough it was rough it was rough there's no question i'm not saying that it wasn't rough i'm just saying when things happen to wrestlers we can't just say well be because we don't really know now of course brett I mean the handwriting right there, man. Didn't Brett go had like two or three strokes? No, I mean, I'm, listen, I get it. And Brett, he he was in there. He, he was in the trenches, so I would never question Brett because he he's a professional. He's he, I have no experience wrestling. I have no experience yeah. and never injured a soul. I, never I, I, injured anybody he was in the ring with. Hey, I I have nothing against Brett. He 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 got it. I yeah, would man. never argue that because he's been there. I wasn't there, but I think we should be careful what we say because we don't. <sighs> That that might not be the case with some people. Yeah, you have the pain meds and addiction and drinking and everything else. I, I get all of that. I just, you know, want to be mindful of that because not everyone came out that bad. You well, know what okay. I'm saying? So I mean, true, true. You know. I mean, so I mean, uh better like Black Lupin says, better recovery time. G Senator says it definitely added strain and it's a lot, but still be here is also a lot. And also Goldberg's kick. To Brett, actually, what ended the career, and um, yeah. and you know, Paige got injured at a house show. So, okay, so not only do you have Raw, SmackDown, I'm just using that for example. You got house shows, you got you know house shows to do, which is during the week. You might and you traveling and stuff like that, trying to find time to go to the gym. Like it's really is a lot. Like, okay, so I remember. Um, I believe The Rock was saying it, that Austin came up to him and said, hey, man, you know, do what you got to do because these are shark-infested waters. You fuck around and say, hey, yo, I'm injured or whatever the case may be. Go home and heal. Whatever project trajectory that you had, whatever trajectory you had, you're going to get replaced. Like, like, period. Like, you, you're going to get replaced. So when you... Like back then, as a wrestler, like you didn't want no time off because it forced your hand. So you might be injured, but you might have to take some pain meds to go over that injury so you can still work, so you can get to the spot that you want to get at, so you can get the pay that you want. So, so like Brett has a valid point. Like it's it was brutal back in the nineties. Like the competition, but you know, even before then and then going out, you know, you got the drinking and stuff like that. Like it, it's rough on the body. Like Rick Flair can tell you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Rick Flair was the big, biggest party of them all. And he's still alive and kicking. 
he shot himself. Yeah. And you know, you and you know, we who we lost? We lost Rick Rude, we lost David Boy Smith, uh Ronnie you know, Piper, we lost Roddy uh, Popper, Mr. Perfect, we Mr. lost Mr. Perfect. We lost and, Randy, of course. We lost Randy, we lost um we lost China, we lost Vader. We lost yeah. Vader. Yeah. So, you know, um, so yeah, I mean, there's some, there's some, and Rick Rude has like, like arguably one of the best bodies ever. Like people used to brag about how he used to be in, be in the gym and just like, just tearing it up. Like, like he was a sorrow, like in, in the gym, but he was keeping himself like up, you know, you know, up to par or whatever, up to shape or whatever. Like all those, most of those people I've mentioned were either related to Brett or like an in-law or a cousin or somewhere along those lines. Like Brett lost a lot of people in his lifetime and he's still here. And, and, and Kevin and Scott, when I was saying they, they raised the bar on the amount that was getting paid because they were looking at the benefits. He said like days off shit. I'm going to take these days off and you're going to pay me this money too. Cool. I'm going to do that. And from that standpoint, you know, I would say it got a little bit easier for him. And then of course, you know, you know, it's no secret and you know, he had his issues or whatever, but you know, thankful for himself and DDP, you know, he's doing his, he's doing his thing. So well, I, mean, I, I think Brett got a valid point here. You well, know, I don't think it's like that now, but back then, it, it was it was pretty bad. Well, I mean, with with what Scott Hall did with Nash was was monumental. You know, obviously, without them doing what they did, yeah, the wrestling landscape might be different. I mean, yeah. I don't know for sure, but without that event happening, you know, it shit might still be fucked up. I don't know, you know, but you know, we we have to put things into context because. You know, wrestling wasn't the only sport that, you know, I mean, you had sports in general. I mean, it was it was 80s, 90s. Now that time has passed and, you know, there's been improvements with healthcare and, you know, medicine and, you know, physical training and stuff like that. You know, these athletes, you know, whether it be wrestlers or football players, basketball, like there's been substantial improvements to just health in general because of the the dynamic of athletes dying or suffering from whatever the case may be. So, you know, it, it luckily things have improved now and, you know, benefits are, are plentiful all, all, all over the board. So, you know, we, we definitely have to give Scott Hall and Nash their flowers for that. Oh um, yeah. No, no doubt about that. No, no doubt about that. Like, back, um... back then it was the dark ages. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah you know you know court you know outside looking in you know what i'm saying like i black looping like look what happened to mustafa ali mustafa ali was supposed to be the one at wrestlemania not kofi mustafa got mustafa got injured kofi took that spot and then he made it he made it famous basically he you know he beat daniel bryan and got the championship so same thing happened with triple h triple h got in trouble he was supposed to win King of the Ring, but Austin took that spot, and then here comes Austin three sixteen. You, you catch what I'm saying? Like it, you got to be as a professional wrestler, you had to be careful. Like man, I want to stay in here, 
sometimes people sometimes wrestlers do it at the expense of their health because they want that spot well i mean yeah and you know we we've had these talks before you know, yeah there there are a lot of people now who are who we can deem worthy for a world title push yeah so if, if anything happens and you know eventually wrestlers do get hurt yeah you know, prayers out to big e i hope he has a speedy recovery you know because he, yeah, he did take a nasty bump yeah i mean he broke his neck so yeah so you know, there's no timeline of when he'll be back in the ring but prayer prayers to him um i mean it, it happens it happens you know it, it's hard to say you know wrestling is still even though people say it's fake and whatever whatever we get it but it's people can still get hurt from this you know what i'm saying so you want to have benefits you want to have things in place you know or they'll you know yep. people will stiff you in the bill <laughs> you yeah. know what i'm saying so you know again contractors it's, it's contracting hey hey scott hall rest in peace nash you guys did, did an amazing thing for wrestlers and i don't think they get enough credit for that as they should so you know yeah man i mean it takes a lot of hard work and dedication and uh it's the nature of the business like gc that you said and you know if an actor can't make the schedule for a film and another actor will take their place if they haven't shot yet you know so i mean but again scott hall you know and nash they definitely changed the landscape for professional wrestling like the minute they showed up the nitro they damn near single-handedly changed the landscape like they they basically was just known as the outsiders like look we came to invade just two of them we came to invade we whooping everybody's ass oh yeah by the way we got a third guy you don't don't even worry about it so you know from <laughs> from there you know you got him nash and hogan and then then comes the nwo and long darton mary mysterio up against that trailer which i that's still the funniest thing to me honestly he just <laughs> <laughs> Nancy straight launched his ass up on the side of the building. And, you know, Scott doing his thing, man, like his mannerisms and, you know, his surveys every every week. Yeah, like they they literally changed, they created the cool factor. And they created the edginess. And that literally forced WWF's hand. Like, damn it. It's like both companies fumbled the bag with him. WCW fumbled with him when they had him as a diamond stud. And he was winning a match or two, but he was losing some matches, right? Then they formed a bag with him and they moved over to WWF. He became Razor Ramon, one of the greatest intercontinental champions of all time. Okay, you don't want to get this man some days off. Fumbled the bag. He goes back over to WCW and becomes Scott Hall, one half of the Outsiders, which literally whoop nitro's ass for no i'm sorry whoop raw's ass for 83 weeks straight i wonder if scott ever made a fuss about that not getting a title push i don't think he i don't know i don't think he did like I, I feel like we would have heard it at least by now i mean because you would think that you know like hey, he had title shots i know that yeah but as far as you know the companies wcw and you know vince wwf you know believing in him to to carry the company yeah you know and i'm just like well again e you know i'm 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 looking back and i'm like scott could have hung with the best of them in the ring so i don't yeah. i don't this really know was, this man tagged with kurt henning 
well, that's why I'm like, I, I don't really know why he never got that push. Like that's, that's, I, I think that's going to be a, 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 an ongoing question. You know, one of those mysteries. I'm like, why didn't you guys put the belt on him? Like, I mean, I get it, you know, because what, 92, what, Ric Flair was the, the champ. And then what, Brett, Brett won it from, I mean, Brett, Brett was the guy. Yeah, of course. Well, got the flair, then Brett, and then, you know, Sean came up. Then, you know, sprinkled in there, you had Diesel and, you know, Sid Vicious. And, you know, you had other guys or whatever, whatever. WCW, I'm trying to think at that time, what, Sting, Hogan, who else? Um, DD. Sting, Hogan, uh, oh, well, Booker T, T wasn't there yet. No, what, wasn't he? You sure? Har- well, Harlem Heat. Well, uh, I mean, I'm heat, yeah, well, yeah. Then, um, what giant DDP? Who else? Uh, I would uh, say '98 is when. Oh, Yokozuna. Yokozuna was WWF champion. Um, yeah. For a period, it was Hogan, Yoko, uh, Brett. Hogan, Hogan beat Yoko. What was that? '93 at WrestleMania. Yoko, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because he beat Brett first. Yoko wrestled twice. He beat Brett, and Hogan came back and beat him, or, or whatever the fuck. What happened? Mm-hmm. And how it happened? Yoko beat Brett, and then Hogan came and beat Yoko for the title, or something like that. Yeah, I think Yoko beat beat Hogan, and then fast forward to WrestleMania ten, mm-hmm. no Royal Rumble. Brett and Luger landed on the on the floor at the same time. Royal Rumble, and then you had uh, Luger face Yoko and got disqualified. And which I thought that was that was the dumbest thing, but um, and then yeah. Brett, Brett and Yoko, and then Brett ended up winning. Yeah, it's 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 always funny to me how they decide who gets a push and who doesn't. Like that, that's always been a fascinating thing to me. Like, how do you guys come up with who's champion worthy and who isn't? Well, yeah. I think I that's, think um, that's that's one of the things. I'm like, if you guys didn't believe in Scott Hall. And I'm just like, this guy puts on great matches, but you didn't believe in him enough, I guess, because you had Brett there and Brett was your guy. And then you had Sean and he had, uh, you know, everyone else. So yeah. I guess you want to keep Scott Hall mid-level, which, again, it is one of those things when you have too much talent and you have to decide, well, who the fuck is going to get this push? Like, that's, that's tough being... I don't in, think... Like, uh... Story writing. Like, like how do you... De- how does Vince decide this? <laughs> you know what I'm like, I mean, I mean, at the time, you know, Brett was the go-to guy. I mean, Brett was a smaller guy too. Like this, be, Brett being champion for as much as he has was the big factor because he wasn't looking at small guys like that. He was looking at the larger-than-life dudes, and for him to transition over to Brett, that said a lot in itself. So. Um, but I don't really like, think it mattered really with him with Scott not being world champion because honestly and truly, but even though he like was never world champion, he still was getting paid more than some world champions that was world champion, and still was getting paid more before, during, and after. Well, Scott, I'm sorry, during and after. Well, I mean, Scott Hall had a fan base like Scott brought True. viewers, so it would have been stupid not to pay him. But you know what I'm saying? It, it yeah, it ain't like I mean, he veered away from big guys because big guys kept winning that title like it was right. a you had small guys winning big guys winning i just don't understand again you put the belt on diesel which at the time and you know, face and 
people now will say, well, why the fuck did they put Diesel, make Diesel champion? He was the worst champion ever. You know, I disagree. I don't think, I don't think that was a, a bad idea to put make Diesel champion. No. I thought it was great. I mean, he had the look. He was cool. You know, Big Daddy Diesel. Like, I like Diesel. I did. Yeah, Big Daddy you know cool, man. So, but I guess people would disagree with that because people think that Diesel was a bad champion. But he I'm like, not to me. Well, East, that, that's how some people thought or still think to this day. Yeah, but I'm just like, well, you know, I don't like, I, I don't know, not not making Scott Hall champion, like, because he won every other title, but that. So I'm just but like, that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but that I'm, one. I'm like, what are we doing? And then WCW, okay, you wanted to keep him paired with Nash, outsiders. So. But he had but, numerous title shots. Like he was in the main event for a world title. You know, he just never won it, but he he definitely had a lot more opportunities than he did in WWF, though. Yeah, but again, they they still didn't believe in him. Right. I don't think it's the fact of them not believing in him. I think it. You know, I mean, of course they he had input on what he wanted to do. You know what I mean? So, um, I don't even think it had anything to do with like them not believing him because he had i think he had creative control in certain in certain areas so i mean if he said look i'm gonna take this l against this person then okay i'm gonna take this l against this person like it, it could be one of them situations where scott like i'm gonna put this person over I, and i think meals put up that it was uh hall's idea for the stain crow gimmick so like it was, it was. He, right so it, you like if you really look back like maybe scott was like doing more work behind the scenes or like creating certain characters versus just saying hey i'm gonna just be world champion and just do that i think it's more of us as a fan base wanting him to get that to that point so we can say hey this man's world champion but even if he's not world champion he never been world champion he's still bigger than uh, some world champions that's been like so i don't think that tarnishes his legacy i'm not saying you saying that i'm not saying it tarnishes uh his legacy at any point you know because well, you know, in a way, I think it kind of does. E, I'm not gonna lie to you. I think, yeah. I think Scott Hall deserved to be a champion, a world champion, and I think, yeah. he, I think he would have carried that company proudly because, again, he he has a following, bro. I mean, you oh, yeah. you can't deny the following. You 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 can't deny the fan base. You just can't. So, I think it's a shame that they didn't. It it, and, it 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 doesn't make any sense because I'm like how how come he wasn't champion? Yeah, and G Cena just said, "Look at Taker; he denied being world champion allegedly at times. That like, well, he turned it down." Well, but Taker became champion. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I mean, Taker, like, yeah, Taker became champion. I mean, you know, I mean, of course, you know, if Vince says, "Listen, damn it, okay, you don't said no a few times, you're gonna be champion today." So I mean, <laughs> I, I, Taker is probably is like. The one of the most respected, if not the most respected, like yeah. figures in a locker room, right? So if again, we don't know what goes on behind the scenes. Maybe there were times that they told Scott, "Hey, let me ask you, be a world champion," and he might say, "Nah, I think this person might be better. I'm, I'm good. I'm better suited here." Let me ask you a question. And yeah. Black Lupin, G Sig, Mios, feel free to chime in. Out of all the big names that we've seen on television, you know, throughout the years. Yeah. How many people didn't become world champion bes besides Scott Hall? Ted and, I mean, and 
Okay. What? What? Are there any? Are there any more? Ted DiBiase is the, yeah, DiBiase is the first person that come to my mind. Oh, and Mr. Perfect. Yes. Them two. Mr. Yes. Perfect and Roddy yep. Piper. Yeah, yeah, Roddy Piper. Piper never whoa, won that wait world a title. Wait a minute. Hold on now. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta check something now. What? I gotta check something with, with Piper. Piper never won the world title. To my yeah, knowledge. Yeah, I, I gotta check that one. But yeah, I, yeah. So my top three really will be Razor, Mister Perfect, Ted DiBiase, and then Rick Rude actually was world champion. He was an international world champion in WCW. The international world champion. Yeah, it was a big gold belt. Um, they had the WCW world Ch- championship belt, and they had the international title. Why? So and so. <laughs> yeah, because he was feuding with uh, British Bulldog at the time, but he actually Rick Rude actually held that title. He had the big gold belt, so in essence, he was the world champion. So Rick Rude is Rick Rude is definitely there. <sighs> um, I mean, you know, I used to watch WCW Saturday Night, and this motherfucker used to come through there with that big gold belt. Why? Um, why do I remember? I don't. Ah, I'm drawing a yeah. blank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was two belts. It was two belts. It was. It was it was an odd time. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a, it was an odd time, man. It was it was an odd time. So, that, so British Bulldog, that's another one. It's, when I'm talking about British Bulldog, that is another guy. Yeah, Bulldog never that, won that, the title either. Never and won just, the world title, and he is a technician. And yeah. I, my my dream match, like I was, as a kid, my one of my dream matches was him versus Lex Luger because of their body style, and I just wanted to see. What will happen? I, I, and I think British Bulldog's like best match ever is like him and Bret Hart at SummerSlam. Like I, I love that match. I love that match. But yeah, so Razor, Perfect, British Bulldog, Ted DiBiase. You can you think know, of anybody else? I never care for DiBiase like that. I'll be honest with you. I never, I never really care for man, this that, man. That mofo was like one of the top heels in the industry, man. I never the, really some about a dollar belt. I don't know. Some about him just, I just never really care for DB. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, is, uh, yeah, Bulldog, per- Mr. Perfect. Man. Yeah. I mean, can, I, can you I, think I, of anybody else? I, uh, Owen. Owen. Owen never won it? Owen never won the world title. He was the Intercontinental Champion, one of the greats. And you know how I feel about Owen. You know, you know how I feel about him. Jake the Snake, fuck that guy. Uh, <laughs> I never like Jake. I never like Jake the Snake. I, I'm what? not gonna lie to you. He was like the, the I, one of the best heels. I in never like Jake industry. the Snake. I thought he was trash. I'm like, why what? is he? On, why is he on television? This guy's terrible. I thought that. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna need I you to really I'm thought need that. You to, look, I'm gonna need you to go back and watch some of his matches and, and look at his heel. I've seen it. And, and I've people, seen it. People Absolutely. have 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 studied the game <laughs> of this man on how to be a visceral heel. He, if you want to know how to be a heel, you talk to Jake the Snake. I've I've seen him wrestle. E. I'm I'm not impressed. I'm not. He he don't do it for me. He don't do either it for either way. But if you want to talk about being a heel, you talk to Jake. Yeah, you talk to yeah, Jake. Yeah, you talk yeah. to Rick. Yeah, you talk yeah. to you talk to Scott. You talk to them three. You yeah. you in there you in there like swim with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be visceral, the, the, the promo, the promos that he cut. I hear. Like, you. I never forget that uh, that snake bit Macho Man in the arm. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. 
even though that was a hazard. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. I don't know. Uh, Iron she- Iron Sheik Warrior. Whoa, wait Warrior. Wait. I think no. Iron Sheik was world champion because I think Iron Sheik. Uh... Warrior won it, didn't he? Warrior yeah. won. Yeah, he beat Hogan at yeah, WrestleMania he... six. That w- I think. Was it six? It was six, I think. Because that was what eighty. That was ninety, wasn't it? That, that was ninety because that was like the two top baby faces in the industry, like one on one. Like they never faced each other. Yeah, that match. That match was terrible, but. Um, <laughs> 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 ultimate, what you want now? Okay, this how you know that you are super over, and moves don't even matter. Is that? Two is two. No, it's actually three situations. I can actually four. I can think about it. Goldberg and Hogan at Nitro when it sold out forty thousand at the Georgia Dome. Hogan and Rock, they just stared at each other for a few seconds, just just gassing it in. Hogan and Warrior, yeah, and no Warrior couldn't wrestle like that. But his, they're both personas. Oh, he was an awful wrestler. Over- yeah, he was an awful wrestler. He was they, awful. He was awful. But <laughs> overshadowed anything that was going on in the ring. Just big moves and splashes, and the crowd went ape shit. So you got that. And then you had Sting and Hogan at Starcade. They ain't had to do much. That's how that's how you know you, you're super over. That's how you know. Well, Hogan was never a good wrestler, in my opinion. Um, but he did, well, I think he, he Warrior he worked, Warrior just Warrior just had a larger than life personality, you know, right. with the wild hair and the face paint and all the crazy colors, and he had muscles. Like he 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 looked like he should have been a better wrestler, but he wasn't. You know what I'm saying? You know, which hey, whatever. I think whatever. Hogan. I think Hogan <laughs> um, was a good wrestler, but his persona didn't allow him to be technical. But his persona allowed him to do a few moves, and that's it. And the crowd was over. He didn't have to do much. Undertaker, same way. Didn't have to do much. Bret Hart, same way. Didn't have to do much. Austin, same way. Didn't have to do much. Because the personality, once your personality shines, you don't have to do that many moves in the ring like that. You just, you don't. Yeah, but when you have personality and moves, again, back to Scott Hall, we love that gimmick. Total package. He was total package. He, He 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 had the chain, slick back hair. You know, toothpick in his mouth, throw it at Chilling you. Chilling in the hood. You know what I'm saying? Chilling Sean. in the hood. And Razor had, Razor was the full package. So I'm like, okay, you can put the. Uh-huh. Rick, you there? Oh, look like we, uh, look like we lost Rick there. Hold on, hold on. Like we lost him, but but yeah, like Razor Ramon, it was a total package. This man had the might work. He had the might skills. He had the wrestling skills. He could be a technical guy. That he hurts was, him. It hurts him. You know what I'm saying? We don't want it to hurt him, but it it hurts who's him. That? Who's that? Because you you cut out for a second. You hear me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you no, were saying I, earlier? I'm just saying it it hurts him. That he didn't win, you know, that title. It hurts him. It hurts oh, him. Oh, oh, oh. I, I don't think, no, nah, I don't think it hurts Razor at all, man. This man was the first man I know and the only man I know that went to the hood and didn't get robbed with all them gold chains he had around his neck. Yeah, I get it, but that's what I'm saying. 
all of this feeds into him winning that world title. Like, True, bro, but I, all, I think all that, this feeds in for him to not win it. E, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's you know, is 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 Allen Iverson not winning an NBA championship? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is the dude who crossed up Michael Jordan. Everyone loves Michael Jordan. AI crossed his ass up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, fam. Like, it, I mean, what's yeah, wrong with this picture? Just, <laughs> I, I, I get that, but I mean, like it's world title. I think that again, I think that's something that the fans wanted, but that don't hurt his legacy at all. Because why? Why I say that? Because of what he's done in the industry. Like he he elevated, further elevated that Intercontinental Championship, further elevated WCW, and further elevated the wrestling world. Two wrestling companies, not just one, as a whole, and that's bigger than. Any world championship, you e, can be a champion. You're this, proving this, my this. point, E. You're proving my why not give him the title. <laughs> hey, look, I don't know. I, I, I wasn't in the office. I wasn't. I wasn't in the office. But it could be something to the fact that Scott like, no, this person might be better. I can do this and this and this and this. This man is a student of the game. I, this man e, is very very smart. E, I don't we, believe that. I don't believe again, that. Like there's there e, are wrestlers that will say. That will say, I don't, e, I don't believe nah. it. We've had this talk, E. Every wrestler, if you get to that business, E, at some point, you want to be a world champion. You don't, and hell, even Scott Hall said it. You don't get into this business and not want to be on top. Scott Hall even said, at his mouth, I seen it. Yeah. But Scott was on top <laughs> without being champion. This man was number one without being champion. He, he didn't need it. He, he wanted that title, E. I can uh, assure you. I, mean, anybody, I, e, I don't anybody. know Scott Hall. I never met him, but I'm pretty sure at some point, he wanted to be a world. Champion. Oh yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, you know what I'm saying? There's, there's, there's no doubt in my mind that you don't that you will want that. But like G. Sinister says, we remember memories more than title count because there's some world champions that is not memorable. That is like all we can say is like, oh, there was world champion. That's it. He can't that's say what, nothing else and, about him. He, that's what makes the shit even worse. There were champions who weren't even deserving of that shit. <laughs> but, but hold up, hold and up. they're now, forgettable. Now, 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 they're forgettable. Up, at the time, they were they were hot as the champion. But after the fact, that's all you got. But I'd rather have this legacy that Scott Hall has and never be world champion than be world champion. And that's all you can say about me is I'm world champion. If I had to pick between the two, <sighs> I'd pick legacy over that damn belt. Because sometimes the belt makes the man, not the man makes the belt. And, and Scott would be the person, would be the man that makes that belt. But there's some people that <sighs> the belt makes the man. But e, so I it, it, it just, but it just e, I don't like that. The, the only pushback I can give you. I, As my, a matter of fact, who remembers Kane? Like, is, e, says this. Who remembers Kane as world champion? I do. I do. For one day, 24 but, hours, because he lost that shit against Stone Cold the next night. I hear you, but they put the title on him, G. I, I, for 24 I hours. Saying. I hear what you're saying. I get it, but they, they at least they put the title on him. They did, E. They did. We so, can't so, deny that. So, so you tell me this: If Scott Hall was a champion for 24 hours, you'd be satisfied with that? No, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, they put that title on Kane. He he had it. He had it. You okay. know what I'm saying? We now we can discuss Kane and his career. Another day, and I'm sure yes. that that one would be interesting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm sure it would. You know what I'm saying? But 
All I'm saying is, E, to be a world title, that does carry weight. And I am yeah. a firm believer that championship, if you had that title, it matters. It does. Okay. It does. It matters. Okay. GC, having, okay. having that championship matters. Imagine Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, all these. Imagine The Rock. As big as The Rock is, imagine him not winning that world title. Imagine Triple H, John Cena. Come on, E. We can't just dismiss that title like it don't mean nothing. It no, no, no. Something. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that don't mean. I don't say that don't mean anything. But if you throw Jinder Mahal, like G Signature said, and Kane and Razor Ramon in the bag, who legacy is bigger? Hold on. First of all, I love Jinder Mahal. I thought he was a great you heel champion. Love Jinder Mahal, but yeah, he was what? a great heel champion. Like that was a missed opportunity. L listen, listen. Listen, <laughs> Jinder Mahal was a fantastic heel champion. Like, of course, it was clear as crystal. Like, yo, this can work. This can work. Jinder had the body, the attitude, the look. He he had it. Mike Where skills. Is he now? Whose fault is that? Because Jinder got hurt. He got hurt. We can't just dismiss that. You know what I'm saying? And they went another direction. You know what I'm saying? But I thought Jinder was great. Oh, oh Jinder was, was fantastic. Hundred percent when he lost that title. <laughs> Oh, he's on TV. He was fantastic he, as a heel. But he's not in the title <laughs> picture, though. So, again, like, where's gender? You know, what, what can we say about Kane? But what can we say about Razor? I will pick. I get what you're saying. I, yes, if I had my hands on, on the pen, pen and paper, I would make Razor Ramon a champion at least one time. At least one memorable run. At least. At least. I mean, didn't, like, didn't you say Vader? Vader won it, didn't he? Yeah, Vader. Vader was a Vader was a WCW World Champion, but this man was doing moonsaults off the top rope at at four hundred pounds. So Vader deserved it, and Razor didn't. Is that, that what we're saying? Is that Vader, what we're saying? Vader, Vader was out. <laughs> Vader was large before Razor was Razor. No, but, that, that, that's a, that's a time that's a, there's a time difference there. But Razor, that, Vader but, went to New but, Japan, and won, I think he won the the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion in New Japan. Then he went to WCW, became Big Van Vader with okay. Harley Race. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Who was the bigger star, Razor or Vader? Who was bigger? But it's two different time periods. Who was bigger? And with Vince, Razor or Vader? Oh, pff, man, you ought to know uh, Razor was bigger because Vader did his, got his stardom before WWF. Okay. You know he's not going to put Vader, Vader over like that. Vader won that title anyway for whatever reason. We can debate no, no, no. that. Vader never won a WWF title. You sure? But he won a WCW world title, but he was big in New Japan and world and WCW. And when he went to WWF, he was not pushed to that level. Same thing with Dusty. Dusty was the world champion in WCW and NWA. But the minute his ass went to WWF, they put yellow polka dots on this man. And he was never, and he was never world champion. So that that don't that that don't equate. That don't that's not the same. So of course Razor gonna be bigger because that's what that's what Razor became Razor. <laughs> oh, that was funny. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, that was funny. <laughs> I put yellow polka dots on that man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and did. I and I hated every minute of that shit. But uh Mio's 38 is a quick fact. Vader, Stang, Luger, and Ron Simmons were the only people to carry the WCW belt. Not the big gold belt, but the WCW right. World right. World Championship right. belt. So, right. so you so you got that. So of course Razor is going to be bigger in the WWF than Vader. Obviously, 
you know, because but Vader was never matter of fact, I don't think Vader ever had a title, period, in WWF. I when, when he went on that run. I'd have and, to and, and if he was running, I don't remember. It wasn't that memorable. I don't remember. I'd, I'd have to check, look back. I don't remember. And the fact that I, you got to look back says it all. <laughs> the set, the mean, fact that you got to look. I mean, the only better match I remember, and I'm, I apologize, but the, the, only, the only better match I remember with under Vince was him and Sean. That's yeah. the only one that, that comes to mind. And you right know? there, G Signature says he tried, but Sean said, hell no. <sighs> <laughs> the proof is in the pudding right here. The proof is in the pudding. The proof is in the pudding. And again, I would love for Scott Hall to be a world champion. We can add that that accolade there on his long storied resume of success. But I mean, I, I, I had to pick. I think it hurts him. I think it hurts him. I, it, I still, don't. I still think it, it hurts it him. This man you know is a two-time Hall know, of Famer, I know, e, a multi-time Intercontinental I know, Champion, I know, multi-time e. Tag Team Champion, I know, multi-time I know. United States Champion. Yes, yes. Changed the landscape for wrestling in the yes, '90s. Yes. Created two different personas and became yes. one of the most famous wrestlers in the world. Yes. And the only thing that you said, I ain't got a World Championship belt, yes. and because he overshadowed yes. other other World Champions, that is yes. not so memorable. That that yes. does not hurt his legacy yes, whatsoever. But again, you you proved my point. After all those accomplishments, and you still didn't win it. The best thing you can say is that's a bad call on on creative side. That's it. Oh, that's not I'm on not Scott. Scott. I'm not blaming Scott. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not blaming Scott at all. I'm, I'm not blaming Scott Hall at all. I don't want anybody to get me confused. I'm not yeah, blaming Razor. I just think it. He wasn't used to his full potential. Because E, I could make a case. I could make a case. Razor might have been the most popular under Vince. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and that whole promotion for, you know, a little while. I could make that case. More so, over than Sean, more over than Brett, more over than Mr. Perfect, more over than Randy Savage. I can make the case. He had the fans on lock for a good little minute. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it no one really thinks about it. Yeah. No one really thinks about it. But I can make that case. I can. As much as I love Shawn Michaels and Brett, I could put Razor there too now. I think we all can. I think we all can. Because it ain't like he was, you know, not as good as them because he was. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like he didn't have a gimmick or a persona because he did. You know what I'm saying? So I could put Razor on that level now. I can make that case. And I think you can too. <laughs> So I mean, yeah, I mean yeah. Now, G Sinners had a better question. As a lukewarm champion, does that hurt your legacy? As a lukewarm champion, okay. Yeah, transitional champion, basically. Give me an example. Uh, who was a lukewarm champion? Somebody, uh, anybody, Jimmy. anybody. I, Jimmy. I, I don't think he was lukewarm. He that's was where, lukewarm. He that's what with the crowd like that. I, I don't think Jenna was lukewarm. I think Jenna was hot. I really truly believe that. You think he's hot because you wanted him to be hot. No, but overall crowd I think, rise. I, I think he was not he, hot. He, I don't think you remembered that run well. Gender, gender had it on lock for a minute. It ain't memorable. Gender the only thing that was memorable he, was the fact that he shot the world when he beat Randy Orton, and, and I don't think that was on SmackDown. That was that was not on the pay per view, but that was actually on the TV, and that that was shot. And the shot factor was there. But I then disagree. After, after a title run. I disagree. It's not that memorable. Matter I disagree fact, with you and, and G Sig. I disagree with y'all. I, I think gender, 
you know, if they would have just worked with him more, put him in some some other spots, I think Jenner would have would have. Hey, hey, but that hey, that's but that's my opinion. That's my opinion. Y'all ain't gotta agree with me. But so I just <laughs> says the crowd did got um, the crowd didn't react as strong until later when it was about to end. So it so um, yeah. So basically, that th- there's that. You know what I'm saying? Um, hell, you can even say. I don't think he you was can a even say one. you. Can, I can but, I can honestly possibly say maybe Dean Ambrose was was the same way. Um, I would was, say he was, was lukewarm. Uh, yeah, I, I can say that because it was a few with Dolph Ziggler didn't resonate. It, it's certain feuds that didn't resonate well. And as much as I hate to say this shit, I, I think because um, <laughs> it pains me to say it. It pains me to say it. It, it really do. It, it pains me to say it. Jack Swagger was another one. Right. Jack Swagger was another one. Um, okay. So I, this is one of those putting my fandom versus reality. When Kofi won the world championship, I was over the moon. Over the goddamn moon. Because finally we got one. We got one. Right? I don't remember. The only title defense I really do remember is him and Orton. But any other storylines he had been in, I don't really remember him like that. And that's unfortunate. And I feel like the same thing happened to Big E. And he wasn't used well as champion. And that would happen. So, again, just me putting my fandom aside versus reality. Like, because you know with certain – like, again, there's certain champions that have memorable feuds with other people. Like Reigns, he got memorable feuds with some people, so you know what I'm saying. It's like you know, uh, maybe the, oh, that's a good example. The Miz, that's another one. That yeah, that's another one. I mean, the Miz, uh, the Miz. That 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 is definitely another. I don't, one. I don't like the Miz. I think he's a waste of a wrestler. Oh my god! You know, I don't think the Miz belongs in wrestling. Oh, <laughs> I think he's terrible. You know, I'm sure he's a nice guy in real life. You know, hey, no, that's that's that's, that's neither. Here I don't, I don't. I will say if, if like Scott, him. if Scott had, was a world champion, it would definitely be a memorable run. You could think of the fuse that he could he could have been in. You know, him and Brett, him and Sean, him and Diesel, him and Vicious. You know, maybe well, Austin wasn't really hot back then. Well, him and H, him and one, two, three kid, you can actually regurgitate those feuds he had when he was vying for the Intercontinental Champion or Championship or however. Oh, if he was in WCW, him and Booker T, him and Sting, him and DDP, hell, maybe even him and Kevin Nash, him and Hogan, you know, uh, him and Macho Man. Like, it, the list goes on and on and on and on and on and on. As far as possible feuds, he would definitely had a memorable championship reign. Now, who would beat him? I don't know. But he, but maybe but Nash. But, but he, remember, but he, he that's is the I'm man. Saying. But he, that's what I'm saying. All everything you just mentioned, all the accolades, and he didn't. He wasn't deserving of of that world title. Somebody up there. I can't say that he wasn't deserving of. Somebody it. up there in the office thought so. Somebody thought. After everything you just named, all the accolades, E, somebody in that office thought that he wasn't worthy of a title. Of a title, and I mean, that again, that like, hurt. That that hurts him 
because of someone else's doing, not Scott. Again, I want to make this clear. Nothing against Scott. Scott did everything right. He did everything right. But somebody in that fucking office didn't think he was worthy to carry that title. And that that is what hurts him. And that's sad because Scott didn't do anything wrong. It's someone else who didn't believe. That's my point. That's my okay, point. Now, okay, now I'm going to say this. And although it's, it might be a little controversial, this may not be true. Okay. This, like, I have no concrete evidence of this before I even say it. Maybe there was a time where they was going to give him a push and there was some troubles personally that derailed that. It, that oh. could also be a possibility. Okay. It could be. But then again, Sean had troubles. Then what? They, oh, he gave up his title. He, he matter, matter of fact, Sean had. The biggest troubles of all in that fucking company back then. But Vince loved him, and Vince cared enough that he was like, because everyone, I'm you pretty know sure Sean dropped that title right and left. You know he did that during okay. those troubles, right? and then he got the, and then he got that shit right back after he got better. <laughs> <laughs> after he got better, man. You know what I'm saying? He got you that shit saying? right back. But, but the fact of the matter is, he he was champion then. Then he dropped that title. Then um, he got a title back. But in this case, Scott was never champion at that point. So maybe there was a, a push at a point in time, whether it was WWF or WCW or whatever. And it could be a situation where, you know, something derailed that that plan. You know, it could be an injury. It could be something maybe. else. It, it, you don't, We don't know. We maybe. don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. You know right. what I'm saying? I, I but know. again, that I, don't hurt this man's legacy because of what he's done. And everybody I mentioned to the people that he wrestled against, he already he already wrestled against. It was no world title or line. It was probably a United States title or something like that. He already had these great matches already. So only thing that was different is that there was no world title sitting up there. And that wouldn't have made matter, that wouldn't have made the match better or worse because the match would still have been the same match. It would just have been a bet on the line. That's all it is. I mean, you know, uh, uh, RVD won the title, got arrested, title gone. Yeah, but they put the title on him. But how long he had it? But they put it on him. They had how enough had trust it? in him. They put it on him. He. It okay, doesn't matter how long he. he uh, that doesn't okay. matter. That doesn't matter as much to me that it might you because my thing is they still put the title on him. They had faith in him to put that belt on him. For whatever reason, so, for whatever reason, like, it don't matter. They still put that title on him. So, so <laughs> what matters most to you? Just having the title or having a memorable reign as no. that champion? When, when Vince, the executives, when they say, "Look, we're going to put this title on E," because we believe in Ersmac, we believe in him. Now, what happened? What happens after that? We'll see. We'll see yeah. what the old man says and thinks because his mind does change at the, at the job of a dime, but. As of right now, everyone is in agreement. We agree. Ersmac is deserving of this title. So we'll give him the title. And then whatever happens from there, it happens. You know what I'm saying? G-Signature, eh, we like G-Signature. But you know what? We don't believe in him as much as we do Ersmac, the mad scientist, for whatever reason. Yeah, we'll put G-Sig, you know, tag team. Intercontinental will have him win King of the Ring and Royal Rumbles and ladder matches and all these kind of matches and whatever the fuck. We'll do all this shit. Even though we know G Signature brings a crowd, G, G Signature sells merch. Oh, he's a star. 
He's a star, just like Ursmac. But you know what? We just don't believe in G-Sig enough like we believe in Ursmac for whatever reason. So, yeah. you know, we'll just keep G-Sig where he is right now and then, hey, you know what I'm saying? Hey, but we're comfortable with Ursmac. So we'll move with him. And so, okay. rivalry so, with Mios. Him and Mios are going to tell will tear down the house and then hey we'll make meals champion for a time and then put it back on earth smack people don't want the title just to get it they want to carry the company so you can say yeah you can make the argument at least rvd had a title but the other than john cena who has he faced what other reigns, what else memorable memory do you have of him having a reign as champion? Other than John Cena. Who? We talking at, about? At One Night Stand. RVD. That's it. That's it. Other but, than John Cena, that's it. But, but, but you e, can I'm say not, he at least he's been champion. But, but e, I'm not make, arguing that. E, I'm not arguing that point with you. What I'm saying is they had faith in him to give him, to put the title on him. At the time, yes. At the, but that's at what the I'm time. saying. They but, had, you know, they pick and choose who they want, E. They pick and choose, and I don't know how they come with their conclusions, but they pick and choose who to put that belt around. They had enough faith in RVD. They had enough faith in, you know, whomever, and they went with it. Whatever happened from there happened. But in the initial phase, E, we have faith in RVD to put this title around him. RVD is a draw. He look, he, he, he can do high-flying backflips and all kind of shit, and he looks like John Claude Van Damme. Hell, they might be brothers. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, this guy has the look or whatever. So let's put the title on him and see where it goes. So history shows. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> there's, there's a time period change. You know, uh, so I think sometimes we mix in certain time periods. G. Signature also has a point. He said Paul Heyman pushed that during the cross-brand beef when it came to the invasion angle for RVD to be champion. So it was more timing than faith. So it, it, there's that, but it's a different time period here. So um, I also am pulling up some stuff about, you know, before, you know, Scott, unfortunately, was going through his troubles or whatever. When you get picked to be the top guy or the person to carry the company for a long for a long period of time, there's something of like reliability that you're going to be there. You're going to have your matches. You're going to take care of the person across the ring from you. There's a lot of things factored involved other than just having that shit around your waist. We look at it, sometimes we look at it like, oh, yeah, this person champion, this person leader of the locker room, blah, 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 blah. But during this time period, you know, again, I don't know this for sure. Scott could be dealing, could have been dealing with those issues before then. And whatever thought process of having him as that top person just fell through the cracks because maybe this person is not reliable for to make this appearance here there everywhere because back then if you was world champion even now you had to make several appearances not just matches you had to be on tv some places you had to go here you had to go there well, you, you just you you well, just had to be every freaking where like well, you got to be mentally prepared for that well e, the problem with that is and i'm not saying that you're wrong but the problem with that is you know again going back to sean he yeah. had probably the most problems out of everybody in that locker room. But Vince still had belief in him to give him multiple chances at that title. So it's not impossible for you for a wrestler to, you know, struggle, go through some shit, bounce back, and then boom, we care about you and love you again. It it just depends on do we believe in you enough as executives, 
you know, as the top brass, do we believe in you enough to carry on with you? Do we like you? Either we like you, E, or we don't like you. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think like you you can say that, E, but it's been done be before to where people have had issues and yep. they bounce back because people. Oh, faded out. Where you at, Rick? Rick, you there? Like you uh, look like you phased out a little bit. Yeah, G Signature says, I don't think Sean's performance in the ring ever uh, faltered, but I understand that. Yeah, that, that, that's true. That There was no, uh, there was no let up. We like Urs Mac as champion, but we don't like G Sig as champion. You know what I'm saying? Like, we like G Sig, but we don't like him like, like Urs Mac. You know what I'm saying? We like Mios, but not as much as Ursmac. Ursmac is our guy. Now, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, again, people, if, if they like you, E, they will figure that shit out. Now, G Sinister just said, now, gender, like, uh, gender was about timing, um, too, because it was pulling a Saudi Arabia audiences. If you really pay attention, before they went to Saudi, uh, gender was, was champion, like, months prior. Uh, now, because people here don't see him, but he made commitments inside and outside the ring, and that's why Miz is so trusted because this man has made many appearances outside of the ring. Like he brought more eyes to the product that were not casual wrestling fans. And so, also, he don't think uh, John thinks Sean's performance in the ring ever faltered either. But he fully understands what you're saying. Um, and he thinks more on the business than than like people take it. Per you know, people take it personally. So has Titus O'Neil. Like Titus O'Neil. Um, is an ambassador for WWE, and like he does a lot of community service. So, like, people may argue why he's not in the title picture. Maybe that's not what Titus wants. Maybe he enjoys what he's doing. I think sometimes fans want these people to be champions so bad that maybe sometimes we disregard what they, the performers, actually want. And I think that's sometimes where we, <laughs> you know, and if G Cena's is right, <laughs> he would never sniff a title. It's not a chance. Well, Titus had his own little whatever, you know. What yeah, I'm yeah, he made his and, own thing. Our truth, he they is didn't comfortable want... in his skin. This is a former e, NWA e, e, heavyweight really? champion. E, really, our truth? You think they like him enough to put a, put a world title on our truth? E, come no, 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 on. No, 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 no. I didn't say that. Stop, I said, Stop I said, this. No, 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 no. I never said that. I never said that. I said our truth is comfortable in his own skin. You ain't seen him. He's not. Brought, he's he's fine where he's at. This is a former NWA world heavyweight champion. To me, he already won the best title. Which which means nothing. To, no, that whoa, 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 whoa. A lot of people. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, to wait, wait, wait. a lot of people, that means nothing. Wait, 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 wait. Fuck them people. How about that? Fuck them people. Because if you got the 10 pounds of gold, the NWA World title, they, which was held by the Nature Boy Ric Flair, Harley Race, Dusty Rose, and all the other hey, Hall of Fame greats, not, and he is well, in that same mix. I agree with you. I agree with you. He has the greatest he, title. I, he has that's that. subjective. That's your opinion. No, that, that, that's fact. That's the ten pounds of gold. If you hold that shit, you that are in. Opinion. You are. You are in that the same class. Your opinion, but again, dude. you are in the same <laughs> class with all the other greats that held that freaking title. That, like that, that is just your, that just fact. That is your opinion about that NWA title. Some may not hold it as in high regard as a WWEF or WCW. Some might not do that. E. Some might not do that. 
I'm just saying that's all subjective. And G Signature, I hear you. Vince, Vince loves our truth, but not enough to put a world title on him. It's a difference, G Sig. <laughs> it's a difference. Our truth don't care. He don't care. He's fine. How do you know? How do you know, E? How do you know? Had you talked to him? <laughs> you know what I'm as, saying? As, as vocal as our truth is, and how out, outspoken he is, he would have said something by now. He would have said something by now. Honestly and truly, like R2, like I have fun doing comedy stuff. I have fun in the, you know, in the locker room. I unlock some things I didn't knew about myself. I'm happy where I'm at. Like this, this stuff that R2 has said. Now, I mean, he's I again, he's, but again, this one of them situations where we would like him to be world champion. He, I hear what you. Was he Listen, wants. I want, I want to be clear. I, I have nothing against these wrestlers except for the Miz. I don't like the Miz, and I don't like you know whatever, but. You know, other than that, I, I, I have nothing personal against these guys. Whoever is champion, it is what it is. I'm not in the back. I'm not writing this shit. It is what it is. All yeah. I'm saying, all, all I'm saying is it's clear that top executives, they have whatever they have in their minds about who they think should be a champion. And I think with Scott Hall, somebody up there in that top office, hell, it might have been Vince. Somebody didn't believe in Scott Hall enough that he can carry that title for the company. And they put it on everyone else but him. It seems that way. It seems that way. And, so, and, and, and again, and again, and it's sad because, again, you read all the accolades. You know what I'm saying? It, it, how many guys can you say have all those accolades and has never won a world title? Like, maybe you can name one or two, but to have done all that, won all these titles, and you haven't even held a world title, it's not too many guys who have went through that i don't believe you know what i'm saying so it it doesn't make any sense to me yeah, you know other than the fact biggest... that somebody up there was like you know what we like you scott but we just don't you know sean is our guy brad is our guy you know what i'm saying sid vicious is our guy you know we're going with diesel you know maybe you can do this here and there we'll give you this title but we don't you know we just don't believe in you enough to carry this title so we, you know, we're going in a different direction. That's what they say. We're going in a new, in a new direction. We both know that Vince is fickle. Like we, we know this. Like, this is no secret. We know he's not big on tag teams. We ought to know this. We ought to know like he might be high on you today. And eh, I don't know about you next week. You know, it, 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 but it, again, this is his shit. This is his company. You're right. We can complain, You're and right. bitch, and moan. But You're Vince right. is gonna do whatever Vince, whatever Vince wants to fuck that he wants You're to do. You're right, E. You're right. And again, you are proving my point. You are continuing to prove my point. You know what I'm saying? It's just we disagree on the fact that his legacy. You think it don't hurt? I think it does hurt. And not I don't think it does, guy. man. Like, look at the outpour of of love this man is, has been getting, like on Twitter and on Instagram, like blowing his stuff up. Like he hasn't posted something on Instagram since 2020. And people still jumping on his DM, like jumping on his stuff, like showing the outpour of love, like profile pictures and everything else. Yeah, it man. didn't goddamn matter if he won world title for two days or two seconds or at all. This man legacy says it for himself. This okay. man is a goat. Okay. Okay. Period. He is a goat. All right. <laughs> Say hell, Wale rapped over the theme. Hey, yeah, Wale. Wale even rapped over this man theme song. Razor Ramon's theme song, the 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 coolest guy that showed up in the '90s because you wanted to wear a gold chain and call people Chico and all this other stuff. Man, 
like if you really look at the rocks persona like how he studies the game or whatever you know he bit off a little bit off of razor ramon the way he punches the swag and all that hey i'm i'm I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you man yeah he will never be considered the goat but he's definitely one of the goats though like i mean he he solidified a legacy and, and 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 that's what it is he solidified a legacy like it wouldn't have stung as much if it, I feel like it wouldn't have stung as much as anybody else. Like when I think about Razor Man, I think about all the other guys like in those nineties. Like I'm thinking about Kevin Nash. I'm thinking about Sting. I think about Brett. I, you know, I think about all these guys, man. I'm like, man, I don't want to lose any of these guys because even though they may not be in the ring, it's just the fact that they're there. The fact that you can see them physically, you can get autographs and you take pictures with them and just have conversations with them, like. Scott is wise by beyond his years, and he has a like a great wrestling mind. Now, the advice that he gives people, it's on video. Like Matt Cardona, well, you might know him as Zack Ryder, but you know Matt Cardona, currently the NWA World Championship champion, but he won. The, you remember? You remember when Zack Ryder won the Intercontinental Champion Championship belt at uh at WrestleMania, right? Yeah, I, remember. I remember. So the first person he acknowledged was. Razor, he like, man, I was there when you won the Intercontinental Championship at Ladder Match, but here I am winning the Intercontinental Championship at a WrestleMania, and I get to take a picture with you. It's like the biggest thing for Zach was the Intercontinental Championship because of Razor. Like, like, uh, Damian Priest. If you look at Damian Priest, he got permission to do. The, ra- the somewhat the variation of the Razor's Edge from Scott, and if you really look at his mannerisms, his hero is Scott. It is Razor. It wasn't even the fact that he was a world champion. It's the fact that his legacy just said it. Like so many people that he influenced to go into the ring to do what they're going to do, and I think that means ten times more than just having a belt. Because if you have a belt around your waist, I mean, cool, you champion, I get you, I get you, because that you know. That's that's like the the icing on the cake right there. That that's your that's that cap right there. That's that period at your sentence. You know what I mean? And I feel you, Rick. I feel you hundred percent on that. That's your period on that. But looking at right now, looking at his legacy versus him wearing the belt, I will pick his legacy twenty times over than just him wearing the belt. Okay. Okay. So you know, it's, you know, it's it's one of those things, man. I, I like, but but you know, all in all, we we all love Razor Ramon. We all love Scott Hall. Of course, of course. The bad guy, the outsider's edge or the Razor's edge. How he helped people along the way. One, two, three kids. You know, especially one of them. His best friend Kevin Nash, because Kevin Nash is um is hurting. You know, yeah. he, he he's definitely hurting, man. I mean, uh, Kevin went on record like this guy been around me more than anybody in my life. So to lose somebody that close to you, you know, because usually if you see Scott, you see Kevin. You see Kevin, you see Scott. And, you know, I remember Scott Hall, Kevin Nash. I know I know Diesel. I remember Diesel. I get that. But, but the the solidifying memories is Scott Hall and Kevin Nash, the outsiders, doing everything together. 
Hell, they wanted to open up the um, garage door to let uh, DX in so they can do their thing. But nah, the executives don't want to do that. Yeah, that such a missed opportunity. Still mad about that. Still upset about that. Yeah, well, you know, it's all in the past, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's only only thing you can do is just be mad about it. <laughs> that's only thing you can do is be upset about it. But um, to Scott Hall's family, friends co-workers that's co-workers to um all the people that he influenced or um just had words with you know our prayers are with you guys uh prayers with ourselves as well prayers to uh the listeners uh you know long live razor ramon the bad guy oozing machismo like i i think razor's pyro is like probably my favorite pyro it was it was scary at times just because it was right behind him like that. What over Goldberg? Over <laughs> yes, definitely over Goldberg, man. <laughs> I, I, because like um, when Razor came out, you had the fireworks shooting down, but you had like the three pronged fireworks shooting up, and you just had his arm. And I couldn't, I still can't find that gif where he's like in the ring and, and the power was like right behind him. Like, I always, always like that. It's probably out there somewhere. You got, you got to look. You probably just got to look for it. It's out there. I know it is. I know it is. So. <laughs> Mio 38 say, I remember Psycho Sid ran through the power and snuck him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those good times. Those good times, man. I will say the WrestleMania 10 had the best, uh, had the best looking ring, though. The black and gold joints. You know what? I can't even argue with it. I can't. I yeah. can't. You know, I tell you what, though, another lukewarm champion, Kevin Owens. Ah. Uh, mm, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I say. That's your guy, E. You love Kevin Owens. But for some reason. Yeah. Kevin Steen. Kevin Steen. Yeah. Ring of Honor, man. Ring yeah. of Honor. Yeah, yeah. They put the butt on this guy. Okay, all right. Let's put on Kevin Owens. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god. What? I you know what? I put Kevin Owens over Jinder Mahal. How about that? Bullshit. How about bullshit? Bullshit. How about about that? I disagree, but okay. I put Sami Zayn over. Over Jinder Mahal. How okay. about that? Okay, how about we end the show? Because you, <laughs> you have had too much to drink, sir. <laughs> you know, so I put them both over. I put them both over. We nah, nah, nah. Jinder's Jenna, cool. Jinder's cool. I was just being petty. I was just being petty. Jinder deserves better. Yes, you, you're correct. Jinder deserves better. He, he needs to do something. Um, and, I, I mean, of course, um, stay tuned for Friday morning for our Back to Our Regular Schedule program for uh the friday morning show week in review about all the news that's been going on this week especially the miss marvel uh trailer that dropped some gaming news some anime news and stuff and stuff like that and answer some wrestling news too you know i know rob is not a big fan of dave Meltzer, but apparently he's saying that cody road cody rose is going to be at wrestlemania against seth rollins and he's not going to make an appearance until wrestlemania but we're We'll see. Are you, are you a fan of Dave Meltzer? 
Uh, I can't say I am or or not. Honestly, I mean, I, I hear his name. I hear him do five star ratings on matches, and sometimes when he puts these ratings on matches, is you know it's legit. So, I mean, he's, I can't say he's a hundred percent reliable source. He's not. But um, um. He, he, he's like, like his rating his ratings is okay you know you know i like his ratings i guess but i don't follow him religiously how about that i don't hate him okay yeah i don't hate him all right gcn said i don't pay him much attention because he want he want clout nowadays yeah 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 you know what that's a perfect perfect way to explain it yeah so i don't yeah. I don't know. So yeah, we'll talk about yeah. that. Cody Meltzer. possibly showing up at WrestleMania and all that good stuff. Meltzer, Bruce Pritchard, Vince Russo, all these schmucks. Yeah. Bruce Pritchard. <laughs> Brother Love. <laughs> Brother Love, man. Oh, and also this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, the NWA Crockett Cup. Uh World Tag Team Championship Invitational is this weekend. So if you got Fight TV, you better get Fight TV and you buy the Crockett Cup. And Matt Cardona will defend his NWA Championship belt against Nick Aldis. You, now, if you want some pure wrestling, you go watch some NWA. I watched some matches last night before I went to sleep and I loved every single one of them. Pritchard was great and has great impressions though. And Gene Cena said, Let me borrow your password. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Fight TV, Fight TV don't have a password. Actually, you just gotta sign up and and just order the pay-per-view. So Yeah, man. No more of this password sharing shit. Pay. <laughs> no, nah, I share my password now. Oh, hold on. No, no, no. I won't share my password. And he's on, let me borrow your credit card, E. Really? Really? You're a funny guy, G Sig. You're a funny guy. <laughs> Big money bags, G signature, man. Money bags. Oh man. Where's Max? I thought Max would be joining us today. Oh uh, man, Max is probably out and about, probably working and all that other good stuff. Okay. All right. All right. So well, if you talk to him, E, you know, just check in on him, see if he hit that gym. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Look, I'm pretty sure he's gonna be on the show on Friday morning, and you can give him all that, all the spiel, all the spiel. He's probably gonna be listening in and all that other stuff. So, okay. Um, but listeners, I'm glad you guys was able to hang out. Um, you know, as we talk about Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, his his gloried career, his stellar career, memorable career, and his personality, and uh, his legacy would definitely live on for the test of time so until friday morning 10 a.m eastern time we'll holla at you peace peace
home. I'm far from my home. She said, baby, come home.